I am Madison Timmons. I'm Chris Susie. And we're paranormal specialists who live in the most haunted city on earth, Savannah, Georgia. Every day is Halloween in our line of work, so join us as we spin true tales of haunts, murders, and disturbing Savannah history. I'm Madison. I'm Chris. And, and welcome, welcome to, to the most haunted city on earth. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the most haunted city on earth. My name is Madison Timmons. I'm Chris Susie. And I'm JT Timmons. And welcome to the final installment of Hulaween. 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 Y'all got so good at that. (laughs) We practice. When you were blinking, we practiced. (laughs) Right between the time that uh, we said uh, this is the last one. uh. Yes, we we practiced. So um, today's episode will be a From One to Wicked on the Night Marchers. The Night Marchers. This is the one that all the pair junkies have been asking for. It's got to be the most famous. It is. Hawaiian Ghost story. That's why we saved it for last. That's why we saved it. Yeah. It is. It is definitely very interesting and honestly a little terrifying. And um, when we're filming this, this is before JT and I are in Hawaii. So I'll let you know um, if we encounter these night marchers because we will actually be in an area where they are said to be found. And we'll talk about some of the other areas. Remember, dive to the ground. Plug your nose in your ear yeah. and close your eyes. As tight really? as possible. Yes, we'll talk oh, wow. about that. So, okay. All right. Yes. Um, cool. So before we get into that, though, JT, you want to thank some pair of junkies for us? Yeah, absolutely. I'm thanking all the pair of junkies again because I don't have my list up once more. <laughs> Huzzah! Huzzah! <laughs> if you're a pair of junkies... Kudos. Thank Kudos. you. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> yes. You're the reason why we are succeeding. Yes. And by this point, um, if you're listening to this, um, we had already discussed Morgan's Corner. Um, so definitely uh, go back and join us on Patreon so that you could see all of the fun that we had there and yep. things yep. like that. So oh, you're actually going? Part one oh, and going two. To, <laughs> we are actually going. <laughs> we're going to Morgan's Corner. Okay. Yes. So Where hundreds of people have died. Yes. Yes. Um, yes. yes. So. We will have the hanging man. Yeah. The pair of junkies mm-hmm. get to know that one. Um, but Oh, yeah. Well, at least the ones who are watching us live stream. But anyways. Um, so, anywho, into the night marchers. So. Oh, wait, real fast, real fast. We got some uh, comments from the live stream before we jump in. Don, Nies- Don Nielsen uh, gives the Kasha a one. Yeah. Nice. Yep, yep. Yep, yep. yep. Um, Lauren... Uh, not a cow uh, says I give Kasha a one for wicked and 10 for fun. Yes. There you go. I yep, agree yep. with that. Uh, EO serenity says never underestimate those hippos. LOL. They might be cute, but they will tear you up. <laughs> that is the fact. I mean, how can you look They're at responsible those? responsible for more human deaths than lions every true. year. Absolutely. And then said, woo, the night marchers, best yes. ghost legend ever. Yes. Nice. This is such a popular, it's like a f- infamous yeah. sort of thing. Um, I just, I had no idea. Yes. I have no idea. Yeah. So this is this yeah, is exciting. I would say that if you're going to know any ghosts from Hawaii, the night marches would probably be on the top of the list of like casual knowledge. Okay. Because it is like, like if you did the, you know, ghosts from 50 states. Yeah. Those would be, the, in my estimation, mm-hmm. would be the ones that you would see 
you know, first sure. and foremost. Sure. It's true. Cool. Uh, so, what are they? They are a procession that has been witnessed by Hawaiians and non-Hawaiians from all different walks of life. They don't care who you are. If you are there, they, uh, they will just keep on going. They right. are kind of an omnipotent sort of thing, if you will. Um, the night marchers hold our attention as their deeds are recounted in private and public settings. However, the question always becomes, who are the night marchers? Well, there are different types of um, night marchers. Now, these are all very, very Hawaiian names. So I tried my best to find pronunciations of these it's to get the Very best. difficult. <laughs> yes. I tried my best to find pronunciations of each of these so that I get it as close as possible. But please do not rip me apart for it if, right. it is, <laughs> um, if it's a little off. Disclaimer. So the first type, the Oye. Then there's a Nahua Kai Kapo. There is a Hua Kai Po, Night Marchers, and Spirit Ranks. So um, there are many different names for them, but each name refers to the same ghostly procession. So it really just depends on what region of Hawaii you are from. Uh, what and that should tell them. you how widespread it is. Exactly. If there are this many interpretations of, of or names for them. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so the Oye um, comprise of a great number of spirits. The term is generally used to mean a procession, so more than one, of souls of the dead. So by that definition, a person will never see a singular night marcher. You're only going to yeah. ever see a army of them, basically. Um, a warrior alone would otherwise be just a lapu or ghost. They are a group of warriors marching in death in a haunted procession. Their announcement strikes fear into the hearts of those who bear witness and comes in several forms. So the sound of the pew, which is a conch shell, um, uh, the pounding of distant drums getting closer, the music of the nose flute, the sound of stomping feet, a line of torches, which seems to be the most common first indicator yeah. of them coming is you'll see just light out in the distance. Um, and the torches, the torchlight will be traveling along a path. So one might even feel the earth shake or catch the scent of sulfur. It's always sulfur. sulfur. But <laughs> I think like the sulfur thing comes with, you know, just them being dead. Yes. Um, yeah. So Absolutely. Demons don't own the sulfur thing anymore. They don't own it. They yeah. don't yeah. own it. Um, I think that's just the smell of the, the spirit realm in general. So. Or, and some people actually think that it is uh, the friction. Between oh, the between the spirit realm and our world, when oh. when something passes through, it has it creates a friction of the two worlds, oh. and that scent is sulfur. So the veil has a smell, huh? It's uh, it's In not the way. veil as it is the the clash of the two. Oh, I heard so heard that. So some have said that they have witnessed a column of mist moving across the mm. land, and if you are in the, their way, you should run. <laughs> If it is too late to run, you must lay prone and cover your head, shut your eyes tight, uh, plug your nose, plug your ears, and Continue live streaming. <laughs> continue live streaming. Just set up the camera. Don't, make chant, sure you have a tripod. You have to chant your lineage and pray. Good luck. Right. <laughs> Good luck if you're not from Hawaii ancestrally, because, right. you know. <laughs> Um, get on genealogy.com now and get that list. Right. And pray oh, that it's it, like England, England. <laughs> and they're like, it's like yes. son of Gene and Yuncha, grandson of Pearl and Larry, great grandson. <laughs> but yes. 
So um, you chant your lineage and pray that an ancestor walks among the dead to speak for you. Oh, mm-hmm. that's smart. Oh, yeah. that's super smart. My Mimi going to take him down now. Well, she's not well, going to be in a procession of Hawaiian ghosts. <laughs> oh. Oh, I thought you. I thought you. You meant like, no. like your ancestor like no, comes no. and says one like, the, hey one y'all. One of the night marchers. You're hoping that one of the night marchers is a family member. Oh, and they'll speak for you. <laughs> yeah, they'll oh, speak for no. you. Yeah. They'll be like, don't kill that one. That's, okay, like, I thought my Mimi was the one speaking for me. No, never no, mind. Mimi ain't doing anything in this situation. You or better... if she was, they'd all be like, what's she saying? I don't know. I don't speak that language. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, so um, for JT and I's purposes, if we do encounter the night marchers, it is best that we run um, and uh, otherwise get out of the way. Get is, out of the way. Yeah, don't be in the way. Basically. Yes, become a pair junkie to... To, witness to, our to witness, <laughs> to witness me holding still and live streaming. And so, um, and so, if you have no one there amongst the ranks willing to claim um, that the Nau, then your life is forfeit. Oh, oh, that's, <laughs> that, that's it's brutal. It's just forfeit. It's Ooh. like you're done. <laughs> that's why I said JT and I, in particular, while we're there, if we see it, you gotta just, just get out of the way. Put of the camera them. down. Um, And so, uh, with no ancestor to save you, then you may hear the call of Oyeya. Um, This is the order to let him be pierced. I don't think they mean ears. Yeah, I I was like, we get a dope nose ring out of the situation. (laughs) No, you get no nose ring. um, It's a seashell. It's yeah. <laughs> now, if you get a piercing right through the center of the of the skull, lovely, lovely. Yeah. So um, gracious. So yeah. So I promise to put it in selfie mode, pair of junkies. When that does happen, <laughs> oh, God. no, no. Oh my god. Oh god. Anyways, um, if you do not know the lineage of your ancestors, your next hope is to strip off your clothing and lay flat on your back to convince the those in the procession that you are mad and therefore have pity on you okay. and leave you intact. So you could just act insane. Yeah. Which shouldn't be a big problem. No, for I know. I'm like. I'm like <laughs> <laughs> They're like, what is he doing? He's mad. That he's is, mad. That's a crazy person. Or, They're like, what okay. is YouTube Live? He's mad. So, okay, they say that, but at the same time, in my opinion, I feel like that would make them want to off you more. <laughs> if you're mad? Because they're like, oh, he's got like mad cow's disease or oh, something. Pitiful. Poor pitiful. He ate some bad conk. I don't know. Like, Although, knowing military processions as they are, they're like, if we kill him, he joins us. And then we have we a madman in our ranks. That is true. That is really true. Um, but they're not allowed to stop. So no, they cannot you know. stop. Mm. So I don't know how quick of the uh, time lapse it is for them to make <laughs> decisions like that. Well, you know, if you're just lying there naked, apparently they're like, nope. 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 Don't want any of that. Um, and some sources say you should rub urine on your body so that the ha- uh, hu- hauke po... Uh, find you so repulsive that they leave you alone. <laughs> As would anybody. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> let's, let's face it, uh, you're not going back to the resort after that. <laughs> exactly. Um, that one makes a bit more logic to me than, you know, uh, the acting crazy, because yeah. that sounds more like just get rid of them. I'm, that's enough. Although, I mean, that's equally crazy. That is like, crazy. Like, you show up and you're just smeared with excrement. They're like, oh, no. That is true. <laughs> leave that one. <laughs> Leave that one away. Um, so, 
Others say that resting your eyes upon the night marchers could signal a grim fate for the perpetrator, a friend or relative, so witnesses oh, no. are urged to crouch low to the ground, play dead, and avert the eyes. Any sound or movement could invite a night marcher's death, deadly glance. These night marchers are set diligently upon their destination, are not considered spirits that will deviate from their path to haunt humans nearby. Okay. So they are not here to oogity boogity you. No, they, they're not. They're not about the oogity or the boogity. No, no, no boogities are here. Um, so that's why they say, like, if you see, like, a soldier spirit right. wandering by itself, it's not a night marcher. Right. Um, that is... Also probably don't engage with it. Don't engage it's not, with it. <laughs> it's not a night marcher. Yeah, but it is not a night marcher. It is just simply a ghost um, in their standards. So... Um, they have literally no time to deal with you, uh, which sounds on par for warriors. You know, they're mm. they're not here for the frills and fun. And that brings about, you know, like uh, the purpose of the march. Right. You know, um, that it has such determination that it is so pressing that they, they cannot stop and they will not suffer a fool. They'll kill anything in their path. Um, that puts you into an, an idea of, uh, of responsibility. And we've talked about that before, that ghost have jobs sometimes and their their purpose uh outweighs any you know awe and wonder we might have so yeah there there are going to be spirits that cannot be deterred and and we should not try to deter them and something also that is noted when if you are encountering the night marchers is that you need to be acting humbly you need to be acting like you are revering the night marchers um you need to be acting like they are of importance <laughs> because if you are disrespectful or things like that, you are also going to get smited. Um, They're sort of reminiscent of like the Buckingham palace guards, right? It, know, exactly. The stoicism and this, this, this unwavering, but if you get in their way, they'll end you. Did you ever see that video of the kid out front of Buckingham palace or somewhere where there was a bee feeder? And um, basically he wasn't moving and the bee feeder was moving in the path. Mm-hmm. And he said, move, move. Right. And like the kid was not moving. He just plowed that kid over. Yep. That's a ma- uh, basically what yeah, I imagine. Absolutely. Yeah. That um, is, that's a great, that's a uh, great analogy, babe. Yeah. Like straight up like that, that, that cleared everything for me. Yes. So yeah. that's exactly what happened. Um, maybe you can insert that video here or something, yeah. if possible. If, um, if we find it. But it's true uh, with most military procession ghosts, because the night marchers aren't the only marching regiment that people have run across. And they kind of have that similarity mm-hmm. of they, are, they cannot be deterred and they're, they're very set on what they are doing. It's true. Although I think the night marchers are the only one that, that they say will straight up kill you. Yeah. They will. They will straight up kill you. Um, so night marchers are said to roam through very specific locations and are often recognized by their raised torches and repeated olies or chants. Although there have been a few scattered reports of daytime marches, these apparitions appear to be mostly active at night and are said to march on certain nights designated by the moon, mm. which also makes sense. Right. Um, because most cultures operated on a lunar system before Absolutely. there was like the Gregorian calendar system and things of that nature um so that makes a lot of sense and although the night marchers allegedly float a few inches off the ground some locals account um tell of seeing mysterious footprints in their paths after they have passed areas uh that you often encounter the um the night marchers include nuanu poly um lookout and then you've got Ka'ava, 
um, Valley, Kalihi Valley on Oahu. Um, those are all on Oahu and they are rumored sites. And uh, the night marchers often go down trails in these areas and nighttime visitors are encouraged to be wary. Other alleged night marcher sites include Oahu's Pali Highway, where JD and I are going. Um, and that runs along the famous Kamehameha uh, Kameha Meya, um, battle site. And nighttime visits, especially alone, are not recommended. The consensus seems to be don't go out yeah. in the woods at night. Don't do it. And, and one of the clearest indications of like a culture's understanding of uh supernatural events is how they treat it and when they like don't go it's that means there's an accepted knowledge that it's it just don't do it and so you know um because there's plenty of places you know savannah being one of the come on right take a look at our ghost this is the way to go Woohoo! uh when they take it seriously that's when you really have to like uh, be on your best behavior. You you have to really approach it with as much respect as possible because they're not trying to cash in or capitalize on it because you could easily be like, take a night marcher's tour, get on a trolley, right. let's go, we'll take a golf cart right down to the place uh, versus don't do this. Just, just, please, just, please, just, please don't just don't go. Just don't go there at night. They're not saying go, don't go in the day. They're like, please come during the day right. as for what it seems like, but mm-hmm. you know. Just don't go at night. Don't be stupid. Yeah. Anyways. Um, Take all precautions. The Kamehameha Schools Campus in Kapalama on Oahu are over 100 years old and is said to also been visited by night marchers on many occasions. Um, at Kualoa Ranch on Oahu's Windward Coast, night marchers have been spotted around an area that is said to house the remains of, hundred of hundreds of Hawaiian chiefs and are mm. said to be responsible for a good many time, nighttime car accidents, um, which would make sense. All of the above that just was stated sure. sounds very accurate. Right. So, you know, of course, they'd be the most active near the burial site of the chiefs. Um, also, I'm sure a lot of those car accidents happened because the procession was coming at them. Right. And then they were just <laughs> like, exactly. <laughs> that makes sense. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Um, at La uh, Perosa Bay, uh, an area in the Ahihikinau Natural Area Preserve in South Maui, the restless night marchers are said to roam along the hardened lava landscape in search of mischief. And mischief. <laughs> which I don't know if mischief is the word to use, <laughs> but that's how they described it in this particular article. Maybe in that one region they're mischievous, right. but. Um, <laughs> The town of Konakake on um, Malakai is rumored to be a night marcher hotspot as the remnants of Iliili Opaiheiau, a sacred temple site, are located nearby. Again, I can see why that would be a hotspot because you're at a sacred temple. And then the Laie uh, on Oahu was a city of refuge in ancient Hawaii where criminals and offenders of the culture's strict 
Aikapu religious practices were held. Even today, spirits of soldiers are said to roam the outskirts of Laie in search of possible escapees. Mm. So they have a different tactic that they need, or uh, Uh, plan that they need to go about. They have to find escapees. Escapees. So that's even more dangerous, in my opinion, because anybody might mistake you for (laughs) an escapee. And let's face it, you would be in many regards, a violator of their faith just by being there. It's true. Um, so some of the favorite nights to possibly encounter uh, the night marchers would be Pokane. Um, during nights of the Hawaiian god uh, Kane, chiefs, chiefesses, priests, and close attendants march. And then Po'akua on the 14th night of the new moon, which is especially active, um, spirits of chiefs, warriors, and uh, Amamakua, uh, guardian spirits, march between sunset and sunrise. So if you're going to get absolutely obliterated by the nar- night marchers, hope it's the 14th night of the new moons because then you might have a guardian spirit with there you them. Go. That's going to be your better bet. First one, it's unless you're related to a chief or a chiefess or a right. priest, then you know you're, you might be out of luck on that one. Um, some characteristics of the night marchers uh, to give you warning include heavy wind, rows of spirits carrying torches, alternating male and female rows, accompanying lightning and thunder, mm. accompanying hot, heavy rain or high surf, chanting and drum beating, unusually bright torches, game playing and revelry, and accompanying mm. mist or fog. So those are your warning signs mm. usually. Game play and revelry. So maybe those are the the mischievous yeah. ones, yeah. you know, like the Top Gun volleyball teams out there, <laughs> right? Um, now I am going to share with y'all a few accounts of the night marchers that I was able to find um, in a very interesting Reddit thread that we can link below if you want to read through it uh, okay. of a number of people who have encountered the night marchers, uh, but these are just some of the highlights. So this one comes from a person called Night Riding RN. My cousin and her boyfriend and assorted friends were hanging out and partying out by Kaina uh, Point on Oahu before they gated the area like it is now. They were boomboxing. So, you know, this is back in the day. <laughs> so, <laughs> they were boomboxing. You know, yeah. Like you do. As you do. Uh, they were boomboxing. Then they noticed other types of drums. Could it be another party? Nope, it was a train of torches coming down from the mountains. They quickly quieted down and turned off the lights and jumped back into their vehicles. They uh, they fell asleep and heard the procession pass towards the ocean. Whenever the other cousins bring it up, she starts tearing in her eyes and says she will never go there past dark again. Hmm. She still remembers the chanting drums and crunching of Hmm. cinders slash sand like it happened yesterday. I've done some morning sunrise runs around the point when camping at Erdman. There are some deep, dark crevices on the side of the Waianane uh, uh, yeah, um, mountain range that probably didn't see any sunlight. I just keep close to the shore side and try not to look too deeply into the darkness. I'm sure they are looking from within the shadows. Mm. Whoa. Another person um, said, this is a longer one. Hold on. Got to scroll down to it. Um, Where is your name? Oh, wash your clothes. (laughs) (laughs) 
Not just a name, but a command. A command. Wash your clothes. Wash Anyways. your clothes. Not me, but one of my kumu, who is well-versed in celestial navigation and other Hawaiian culture, told me that when he was younger, he and his friends were on the big island on some kind of Boy Scout-type trip and had spent the whole day hiking down from the mountain and across the lava field. They set up camp, and when it was getting dark, they saw the torches far in the distance, where they had been earlier in the day. He said they figured it must be fishermen or something, but they watched the lights traveling towards them on the same path that took my kumu and his friends all day to hike. Hmm. He said it took the lights 10 minutes to travel across the same Oof. distance that took them hours. At that point, they knew what, w- what it was and were told, to, told by the trip leader to zip themselves into their sleeping bags and think humility and humbleness. They heard the drums and my kumu said, he experienced an overwhelming sense of dread and a crushing pressure over his body. Oof. He said he passed out and woke up soaked in his own urine. Whoa. I'm not much of a believer in the supernatural, but there was no doubt Maikumu had experienced something. He was very, uh, he was very serious. Wasn't the kind of guy to exaggerate or joke around. He later died of suicide, and I always wonder if this experience somehow haunted him. I also heard a story from a different Kumu who said that he witnessed some sort of night marcher party going on at a, at Castle Hall at Punahou school. He said sometime last uh, late at night when no one was around, it was like tons of loud banging windows and doors opening and shutting lights flickering. And then it all just suddenly stopped. This guy was more the type known to make up ghost stories and such, though. He would tell us a lot of really creepy stories, including night marchers, Pele, and her big white dog attacking people for bringing pork over the po- uh, the poly, etc. So that was Wash Your Clothes' story. And then this last one is Hakuchan Sakun, um, who said... I was living in the North Shore and was shooting sunsets, sunrises, and random videos for a surf movie. I was at the Heiau at Pupukaya. Um, I shot some video and was about to leave, and my car was dead. I'm a former combat soldier, and I consider myself pretty aware and observant. As it got darker, I became really cautious. I was waiting on a friend to come help me out. I had 20K plus in camera footage, laptop and footage in the car. This sounds like JT. Yeah, it is me. That's so me. (laughs) I locked the car and tried to stay still as it became dark. I could see in the uh, failing light slight movement in the bush a few hundred yards away on the hill. A bit there, uh, here and there, I could just barely make out movement. When it became pitch black minutes later, I started to see really faint bouncing and flashing lights. People walking through the forest with flashlights, I would guess. These lights would go off and on as they passed behind trees, and as they got closer, they turned off completely. I grew up in Colorado, and I spent a lot of time deep in the mountains. I also trained 10th Mountain Division at Basic. I'm no stranger to the dark, the forest, or impending physical harm. These were people creeping up on me, stalking me. At this point, I unsheathed a hunting knife, took off my flip-flops, and had all my gear in my backpack. I stood as still as possible in the black. I had used no lights in hopes my eyes would gain some night vision by the time something happened. I focused my eyes as hard as I could, and I started to see people, I assume, peeking from behind trees on the hill above the dirt road, maybe 30 yards away. They, I hope, didn't know. I knew they were there. 
I decided to move. I walked directly down the center of the road to get as far away from the hill where the road is cut on both sides. I walked as quiet as possible, barefoot, ready to stab. I could hear a lot of footsteps on both sides of me getting closer and faster as I tried to just stay calm and accept that I was going to hurt someone before I went down. I heard people coming down the hill behind me onto the road, then footsteps on the road. I gripped my knife in a short moment before I thought I would turn. I saw a massive white suburban come flying out of the hill with all its lights on. It was my friend, big wave surfer, Jaws legend, Dave Langer in his big ass space shuttle. <laughs> I took off running and didn't look back. I love the forest mountains, uh, the forest mountains being nowhere for, far away from the city and nature. I'll sleep with bears, lions, wolverines, and wolves around in a blizzard 100 miles of, uh, from a paved road with a big smile on my face. I thought in Hawaii I could get the best of both worlds, ocean and mountain slash forest. After that night, bleep, <laughs> Hawaiian mountains. <laughs> Possibly crackheads or forest-dwelling chronics. I don't care. What a creepy, uh, that was creepy as bleep. A Hawaiian told me once that Heiau is Polynesian, not Hawaiian sacrifices and all kinds of crazy bleep i used to love going to the hayos um the hayos i think is how it's pronounced i grew up very religious and i appreciate the connection between spirit and nature after their after that they're just dark evil vibes all around me true story folks goodness gracious so oh my gosh that is the night marchers, There's some great y'all. stories. Yeah, those I are know, really right? Really solid stories. I know. We should just start um, farming Reddit, Reddit threads because oh, yeah. people write in such amazing stories to Reddit. They really do. For and sure, it's for sure. a, like a massive thread. That's just like a couple of the stories right. that were really interesting. But that's the night marchers, y'all. So they are not to be messed with. No. Um, if you're going to Hawaii in general, maybe just stay. be mindful. Be mindful, stay inside your hotel um, when it gets to be nighttime. Don't go out into the woods. Don't go um, out where natives tell you to not go. That's always a, a good plan, a good rule of thumb, if you will. For sure. Um, so now we got about 10 to 12 minutes to discuss them. All right. Yes. So um, my gist of them is, is they're very dangerous. Uh, they are not afraid to kill. They are not afraid to injure you and if you are not native of the island it sounds like you can like almost guarantee that you're yeah. gonna you're gonna die probably. You're not, you don't have a whole lot of resort to to turn to because your hope is that they take pity on you exactly so it seems they don't like, seem like they take pity on anything no so that's <laughs> well, why they're I like pretend to be mad or or smear yes. yourself with with urine though that's pretty extreme right that's there. Very extreme. <laughs> that's pretty extreme but it still isn't guaranteed it doesn't guarantee anything right? you know yeah um and so, <laughs> you just die humiliated. Right. <laughs> well, like, I smeared myself and they still killed me. Exactly. And like, it seems like all of those encounters that people had and were able to live through, it sounded like they, every single one of them deeply affected. It deeply the affected them. Yeah. yeah. You're telling me that a, a mountaineer got, uh, got spooked enough to not want to go to a mountain. No, I, trained, <laughs> I, I trained with the 10th Mountaineers. There's no... Uh, nothing that that makes a mountain unwieldy, you know, and and he's like, mm, nope, no more. Don't forget that, that mountain. Exactly. 
You know, and also just the fact that like there was one story where somebody ended up ending their life and the family seems to think that it had something to do with this experience being so traumatizing. Another one saying that they felt this horrible crushing sensation, which makes me wonder if they almost got trampled in a way, but they didn't. Well, yeah, just the depression, uh, yeah, uh, of it going by. They passed out. uh, they, They peed themselves, you know, um... And in that story, later took their own lives. Is that correct? No, Is that, the that, same story? that was the one before that. Oh, so that wasn't this was the, tent the one, one. Yeah, that was this one was the guy who wrote it. The other one was about an uncle who experienced it. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, the guy who wrote it, he's obviously still alive. Um, but he was saying that pretty much he just like has had weird stuff happening since. Let's see. Um, yeah, I think uh, I think the night marchers are going to rank pretty high on my scale. Finally, um, we get we get it from one to wicked. That's worth its salt, <laughs> right? It's true. Yeah. Oh wait, no, you're right. The one that felt the crushing sensation was the one that ended up getting killed. Yeah, uh, yeah. or killing himself. The one that I was thinking of was the. Um, the friend who still goes running out there, like won't look in the crevices right. of the right. mountain because right. she feels like they're watching right. him or them. So right. I'm like, that's sound like it's so, it didn't become famous for no reason. I right. think, yeah. you know, Absolutely. and I don't think the natives would be so intense about it if mm-hmm. they didn't genuinely fear someone's safety mm-hmm. from the situation. <clears throat> there's an interesting overlap too, is that, um, we may not be dealing with ghosts at all, given their proclivities, given their strength, given their, you know, um, patterns of movement. Um, you know, these entities, whatever they are, have such purpose to suggest that they could conceivably be of that natural state along, well, along the fey. Yeah corridor mm-hmm. oh, okay you know the concept being that you may not even be dealing with humans at all you know that, you're saying that, fey yeah, well in that same in, realm. in the same concept yeah okay you know uh, because again yeah fey as a blanket term what i'm basically saying is these may be non-human entities sure, sure. these may be the naturalistic protectors of the island this these could be you know what, what we would what we would consider to be demigods or gods themselves you know a, 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 an army of these protectors of chiefs and you know there's there's a lot to the idea of this unstoppable immovable force that permeate a large you know uh, area with crushing pressure with sure, you know sure. frightful demands and with death with killing people you know there is uh, the question again what is their purpose are they are they actually patrolling the island looking for interlopers looking for invaders protecting they the don't island. find a lot well that's just it you know it, it comes to this point where it's like their purpose may be protection they yeah. may be that's what i was set mention. a point but you know they they're they have a duty yes and 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 that's what's uninterruptible yes. you know because um you go to gettysburg you'll see marching ghosts you are on the i was just about to mention that I was just about to mention that this is this even is Fort Jackson very, here in Savannah has marching ghosts. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is this sounds like battlefield. Mm-hmm. This uh, you know it's just a weird type of battlefield ghost that could be battlefield entity. Given the speed at which they maneuver, you know, 
um, which which gives them hyperhuman characteristics. Yep. Given the fact that they don't seem to have a specific area of operation, whereas you know a lot of battlefield ghosts, battlefield marching sure. is like. You don't see the Gettysburg ghosts over in, you know, Philadelphia or, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. you don't see them away from the battlefield. Um, that that starts to, like, feed into this idea of perhaps non-human entities that are set on a protection mm-hmm. bent and maybe yes. some ancient protection bent, you know, sacred grounds, that kind of thing. So, um, yeah, no, this is the, – the potency of it is, A, the eyewitness accounts seem to suggest terror, B, death is involved. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, death to the point at which there are precautions that they, they suggest you take, uh, and, and drastic ones at that. Um, uh, the fact that you are supposed to you know, uh, remove your senses, play dead, you know, try to play uh, insane, play the insane card mm-hmm. so that they take pity on you. Act humble. Uh, act, act humble, be humble, be you know, uh, contrite, think humble thoughts, think mm-hmm. humility, uh, think small so that they don't register you as A, a threat, or B, worth the time to stop and kill you. Yeah. Right. So these are all things that remark uh, uh, an ideology, a sensibility that is heightened, powerful, and unstoppable. For sure. I completely agree. And, you know, um, I think a lot of it may have to do with um, the fact that that land has been so heavily touched by... Mm other cultures trying to make it into something that it wasn't intended to be. Mm-hmm. And so maybe that's why they're more active now and why they're more widespread and they're the most heightened around the really important areas right, like where, where the chiefs, chiefs are, are buried. buried. Exactly. Yep, yep, yep. And where the, the temple is, those are the places that they have to protect at all costs, you know, and then the rest of it is just general protection and, you know, it also makes sense that they uh, they are going to spare the people who are descendants of the important people of the native people. So they're like, pronounce your lineage or sorry, buddy, you know. So like, do you belong where, here? Yeah. Where are we going to be looking for them? Well, we're going to be up in the North Shore. Okay. So we're going to look around that region. Maybe gotcha. we'll talk to some people about it in that area because there were some accounts of um, stuff happening in the North Shore. Uh, but also in the Poly Lookout Highway, uh, mm. which we're, is where we're going to be. You'll mm-hmm. have heard about it with Morgan's Corner because it's literally that highway. Um, so we'll we'll talk about it there as well. But cool. Yeah. So... Yeah, we're making that hour trek out to to that region because that area is down. What would that be? I don't understand the ship directions. So uh, the southern portion here. We'll be up here. Uh-huh. Here's the island. We're up here. Okay, we're going down here to go to the um, Morgan's Corner and the Poly Lookout. So cool. Yep. So, what do y'all rate it? What yeah, do y'all, what are we rate y'all rate it? the Night Marchers? I'm in that seven eight area. I, I was thinking eight, but yeah. yeah, I was I was thinking eight, and then I was like, I don't know, I don't know if I don't know well, if it necessarily deserves an eight because I feel like eight and up are reserved for almost imminent death, and I feel like there are a couple ways out of death with this one. And I don't so, think death has anything to do with wickedness. I think it's intent. Yeah. I don't think they have an intent of wickedness. Like they don't. To me, death is 
not the worst thing that can happen to you with these entities. And as a matter of fact, I think death is a low bar to set as the thing that makes something wicked. Really? Absolutely. I disagree. Absolutely. I think, I think that I think death that is torture merciful. is a nine up. And then I think mm-hmm. that a, a slow, brutal death is a nine up. I would think death is an eight, and anything under that, you can get out of it. Ah, death is merciful. Death is quick in a lot of ways. And yeah, slow, torturous death, that'll bring it up. Mm-hmm. But it's about the intent. What is it trying to achieve? And I don't think it's trying to achieve something malicious. I think it's, it's got a purpose, and so it's not being malicious. Mm-hmm. I, I consider wickedness to be a state of mind that wants to do damage for the enjoyment of doing damage. That's malicious to me. Yeah. Killing is not. Killing is, especially the older spirit is. Killing was a part of everyday life, you know, uh, and it, it, it was determined as, you know, life was at a, a low threshold for a long time. Sure. But if you want to do, like, grievous harm, if you want to damage a person's soul, if you want to enact suffering for enjoyment, that to me is where the wickedness comes in, mm-hmm. is, is when, when your joy comes from other people's pain. Sure. Um, and that doesn't always that's equate to That's why I'm keeping death. it under an eight. 100%. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. Uh, uh, that's what, what puts it in that seven, eight area. Because the eight notion is it's, Lack of sympathy. Yes, yeah. You know, that, so that's what puts it in a 7, 8. You know, 7.5, I'll say. Sure, sure. Uh, because that lack of empathy, that lack of ability to, to look at people and realize they're not threats or realize they're not, you know, yeah. that, that, that they don't determine the worth of a person. They only see something in their way. And that, that is a, a wickedness to me, is mm-hmm. disregard for people's, you know, interest like you know if you show up and you you dig a grave and and the and the ghost like kills you for digging up its grave i don't consider that wickedness but that sure. was definitely a death you know somebody yeah, yeah, actually yeah, did absolutely. die yeah um and there's lots of lots of tales of you know like nostradamus mm-hmm. you know the the tales of people who dug up and and then died on the site Sure. And it's like, well, I think the ghost killed them. It's like, yeah, well, you know, you shouldn't have dug up their grave. You know? <laughs> it's like, if you do something that you shouldn't do and you die, I don't consider that wicked in that sense. Yeah, I consider yeah. that, you know, the bargain you strike. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's the same with these entities. We, the we bargain get- is get out of their way. You know, <laughs> the bargain is don't, don't be in their way. And if you are mm-hmm. in their way, get out of their way. <clears throat> but um, the fact that they don't seem to have any, that their purpose is stronger than your, uh, oh yeah, Will. than your life, yeah, you know, than, than 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 your petty life. Um, that kind of brings it past brings it that up. midpoint. You know, they're sure. they're I in agree. there because of the amount of damage that can happen to you without regard. Okay. It seems like they are they don't have any regard for you. Um, yeah. So, pair junkies are all given their ratings. Uh, Don says a six. Uh-huh. Uh, Lauren says, I'm thinking seven just because they're just doing their job as opposed to straight yeah. maliciousness. Right. So right. you're saying. Um, EO Serenity said, I would rate this an eight LOL probably, but would be 11 if you meet them in person. <laughs> so, <Right. laughs> so many stories of people being traumatized after. Uh, Tiffany says, solid eight. And um, and then EO Serenity said, uh, but definitely don't get in the way of the my- Night Marcher's job. Yeah. Yep. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the seven solid, yeah. solid rock solid seven. Nothing lower than seven. Sure. Maddie, I'm gonna go eight just because of Ooh. the intense fear that surrounds these the entities. Damage done. Yeah. yeah. Um. 
to the point where if you do encounter and somehow live, you're traumatized for life and you may end up dying later because of the mental damage that is done from encountering these entities uh, versus, you know, the fear that you're encountering while you're with them, you know. Um, The lasting effect of. The lasting effect. So I would go eight. Yeah, I'm I'm a seven and a half, 7.5. I think that's solid. Yeah. Yeah, they are definitely not an entity you want to mess with. Um, so if you do go to Hawaii, uh, please, please follow the the rules. Listen to the people who are be there. Be respectful. Be respectful. Don't be idiots. And if you see torches coming from you, go back into the hotel. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't follow the torches. Be humble. Be humble. <laughs> Pee on yourself. Pee on yourself. <laughs> um, with that though y'all thank you for watching today's episode my name is madison timmons i'm chris susie and stay spooky y'all